Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Lit Podcast. Today's episode is episode 25, Life Series number three. And today's topic is Laws of Karma. Let's get into it. The first law I want to talk about when I speak about karma is the Great Law. The Great Law states that whatever we put into the universe will come back to us. And that's pretty obvious. Most people know it as you get whatever you give or whatever you put out is what you get back. Or whatever you do, eventually you will reap what you sow. That is the great law of karma. And some people don't prescribe the karma, but most people do. And in my life experience, I have come to realize that most of the time, whatever you put out or whatever you do is pretty much what you get back. Now, it might not be in the same form. or It might not be in the same way. But you will get some type of response. The number number two is the law of creation. In law of creation, life does not happen by itself. We need to make it happen. Now that's a great topic because what most people don't understand is is that you just can't sit around and think that life is going to just come to you. You can do whatever, you can sit by, you can pray, you can do whatever you want to. But even in the Bible, God says he helps those who help themselves. You have to make life come to you. You have to take some type of action. But be careful the kind of action you take because in karma, you're going to get whatever you put out. So try to put out good. Now, no one is always good. But at some point in time, you got to try to start putting out more positive than you do negative. And if you can do that, majority of what you'll get back will be more positive than negative. You have to try to put out a positive vibe and a positive vibration into the universe to receive some things back. Now, you don't have to be perfect. And I'm not condoning or, or advocating that you always be right. But what I am saying is, is that when you look at the sum of your life, it should be better or the positive more than the negative. You know, my granddaddy used to tell me that a man is measured by the sum of his character. No, no, I'm sorry. That a man is measured by the sum of his deeds and the content of his character. That carried a great weight in my mind and a great statement. Because what he was saying to me was that you don't always have to be right, but your overall conduct over your life, overall way that you carry your life should be more positive than it is negative. And when you look at it, the sum of your life should be good. And the conduct conduct of your character should be more positive than it is negative. Number three, the law of humility. One must accept something in order to change it. Now, some people miss that because a lot of times people think when you're being humble or you're having humility, that means that you're just not advocating for something or you're not resisting something or you're not being arrogant. No, humility is acceptance. 
you have to accept that some things are going to happen and that you cannot always change it. You have to understand that if some things are going to take place and some things are going to happen to you and you not are going to be able to respond to it or you're not going to be able to change everything. But if you're humble enough, if you have some humility, you can realize the things that you can change. You will focus on the things that you can adjust. You will focus on the things that you can move. And in doing that, that's humility. You have to realize that life has some type of order and things are going to happen in some time in life. But you can change some things. But you have to accept them first. For instance, if you're a certain height, or if you look a certain way, or if you're overweight, you have to accept that before there can be some type of change. You have to be comfortable with who you are before you can make some type of change. And acceptance is an important quality in life. Have you ever seen young kids and they get picked on by members in their family or they get made fun of things that they have are inadequate? Most people think, well, you know what, that's awfully cruel. But what it actually does is teaches the kid to normalize and not take so serious their shortcomings. They are able to laugh it off. And in being able to accept that, guess what? They're able to change it. It does not destroy them. So sometimes humility can play a big part in your life. Number four. The law of growth. When we change ourselves, our lives follow suit and change too. That's almost self-explanatory. When you change what you do, how you act, or the way you behave, your life will normally follow suit. For instance, if you're just thinking about going out, partying, having fun all the time, and just living your life up, that's what your life will be. But when you start focusing and start trying to move forward and put purpose behind your life, guess what? That's what your life will be. And that all speaks to the first law, the great law. Whatever you put into it is what you get back out. But most people don't understand that in the part of the law of growth, you have to determine what you're going to focus on, what you're going to put energy behind, and it's going to change. As you grow older, it will change. Have you ever seen somebody that they pretty much act like they did 10 years ago? There's not much change. There's not much growth. They wasted 10 years. It's like they just stood still in space or in time and never moved because they didn't grow. Growth is essential. Now, I got a question. When do you stop growing? Never. As long as you're breathing, as long as you have life in your body, there is room and time to grow. You don't never stop growing. You can be old, 65, 70 years old, and still learn something. But you have to pay attention. And I always tell people, I tell my sons all the time, and my sons are 29 and 23 years old now, but I tell them all the time, 
when somebody older is speaking to you, pay attention. Because even if they don't have your same educational level, they have life experience. And they can teach you something that you don't know. Because they are older than you, there's something that they know that you don't. But you have to pay attention. And you have to listen for understanding. And if you do those things, you'll find that you'll learn a lot in life. People have something they can teach you. All walks, all forms. Even people that have had a life that you don't consider a great life can teach you something. If it's nothing else, they can teach you how to get by or how to overcome adversity. And that's an important trait. You know, in that, when you talk about education and you talk about school, school gives you a degree to move out in life, a certification, but it doesn't prepare you for actual life. Because most of what you learn in school, not everything, but most of what you learn in school, you will not use in everyday life. What you will use in everyday life is the skills that you learn going along. School don't teach you how to deal with people. It doesn't teach you how to deal with adversity. Many times it doesn't even teach you how to do your finances. But those are life skills. But guess who can teach you? People that have already done it. People that have been through it, that have failed, that have seen, that know what works and what doesn't work. So when you're talking to someone that's older than you, Regardless of what their status, pay attention because they have something they can teach you. And if you do that, you'll find yourself growing. Number five, the law of responsibility. We must take responsibility for what is in our life. Now, I can't talk about this enough because I constantly, constantly meet people. And let me and 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 into some degree, I was one of those people. A lot of people project what's wrong in their life on the other people. Somebody else is to blame. Somebody else didn't do right. Somebody else put me in this position. Or I didn't have the background or, or the correct situation to be where I needed to be. As long as you're doing those things, you are not taking responsibility. If something is not going right for you, if someone is in your life that's not treating you right, if something is not taking place like you needed to play, take place, it is on you. You know why? Because every day you had what? A chance and decision. You took your chance and your decision, and you may have made the wrong one. Or you may have not made one that is beneficial for you. That is on you. You have to take responsibility for that. Don't blame somebody else. You blame yourself because many times, even if somebody deceives you or even if somebody gets over on you, most of us know that person got over on us. Most of us had a feeling that it wasn't right. Most of us have already come to the conclusion that something wasn't in place. We didn't act upon it. That's your responsibility. It's not somebody else's responsibility to take care of you and make sure you're okay. That is your responsibility. You have to own it. 
it's not their responsibility to make sure you don't get hurt or you never go through any pain. That's your responsibility. You have to own it. That's right. That's what I'm saying to you. You have to own your responsibility to yourself. If something happens to you, if you're in a situation you don't want to be in and you tolerate it, it's nobody else's fault but yours. You have to own up to that. I accepted it, so yes, it's on me. I put up with it. Yes, it's on me. You fooled me once, shame on you. You fooled me twice, shame on me. You have to own responsibility for continuing to deal with things or be in a situation that is not beneficial for you. Don't blame another person. Blame yourself. You have to take responsibility for the situation that you're in and understand that your decisions or your lack of taking action keeps you in that situation. Sometimes you have to make a change. Number six, the law of connection. The past, present, and future are all connected. Most people do not understand that even when they look at things, their past, who they are, and most people are made up of things they didn't choose, like who their parents are, where they grew up with, grew up in, the environment they grew up in, that has a big part of who they are. But also what affects them is the present, what they're doing now, what they're dealing with now, have they learned from the past. And then also within that, their future, because your past will shape you and a lot of times affect what you do in the present. Have you ever met someone and you realize that because of the way they grew up or what they grew up believing, that they can't make good decisions about the present? And then that leads to a bad future and then they wonder why they keep making the same mistakes because they don't understand it's all connected. You have, if it's not if it's not in the pattern you need, to, need it to be, if it's not positive, you have to break away from something. But normally, your past and your present and your future are all connected in some type of way. Sometimes, because of your past, you changed and started making better decisions in your present, and it affected your future for the good. But it's all connected. You cannot sit back and say, Hey, they're separate. No, they all play a part in who you are and where you're going. But you have to be aware of the situation and realize that if you had a bad past, you better pay attention because you might need to change some things up in the future. Because that's going to affect you. And then make sure you pay attention to the present. What you're doing right now matters. What you do the next hour matters. What you do tomorrow matters. You have to be present. Number seven, the law of focus. We cannot think of two different things at the same time. Now, some people don't quite understand this. Because I hear people all the time say, well, I multitask. I'm a multitask person. I can multitask all the time. Actually, you're not multitasking. You're actually called switch tasking. 
your brain is switching from one thing to another real fast. And studies have shown that you're less effective when you're doing that, when you're multitasking. As if you're singly focused on one thing and do one thing great at a time. So, a lot of people don't realize that you have to focus. You got to focus on what you're doing. You got to focus on where you're at. You got to focus on the situation you're dealing with. But slow down. Don't live life so fast that you're just moving, 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 moving. Sometimes you got to slow down and deal with one thing properly before you move on to another thing. Have you ever met somebody and they got so many out situations out there that they hadn't dealt with, it seems like total chaos? They got an ex somewhere in the background. They got a future person that they're dealing with now, and it's kind of messed up because the ex is still in the background. Or they got somebody that they're talking to on the side that throws their two cents in there. Then they got some friends that are not productive or kind of toxic. You know why? Because they have not focused. If they focus correctly, they'll deal with that ex and bring that to some type of conclusion. Whether it's an agreement or a negotiation or to get rid of them totally, they'll bring that to some type of conclusion. Then they'll deal with the person in the present. What's going on with them? What's happening with them? Where it needs to be? And guess what? All that will affect their future. But they cannot do anything effective if they're doing everything at once. You ever heard the old term? Somebody's a jack of all trades, but the master of none. Which means basically they can do a bunch of things, but they don't master anything. Because they're all over the place. They don't singularly focus on any one thing long enough to become good. So sometimes you have to isolate something and say, I'm going to solve this problem, take care of this, get this situated before I move on to something else. If you do that, guess what you'll do? You'll master the situation. Now, we can talk all day long about karma. Some people don't believe in it. Some people do. But when you look at the laws of the universe, that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Isn't karma almost inevitable? You're going to get something back for everything you do. That don't always mean it'll be negative. But it don't always mean it's going to be positive. But you have to understand behind every action, there will be some type of consequence. So it stands to logic that if you take more positive actions, you're going to get more positive what? Consequences back. But again, if you take more negative options, you're going to get more negative things back. Have you ever known somebody in high school and they were kind of bad or had caused a lot of trouble and you've seen them make a lot of bad decisions? Then when you meet them older, they are dealing with a lot. If they're not already in a situation that's terribly negative, they're heading that direction. That's calm. They have not prepared a good life. And you can change that any moment. There's always room for change. But if you don't change, or if you don't focus and realize that you have put out a lot of negative energy in life, 
you're going to keep getting negative back. And sometimes karma will take a while. It doesn't happen right away. I've seen people that go years, and then when they get older, they struggle when they're old age. They don't realize that's just karma. Eventually, what you do and what you put out, your life work is going to catch up with you. Well, if you want your life works to catch up with you and be positive, be more positive than you are negative. You ain't got to do everything right. But the sum of your deeds and the sum of your character should be more positive. Well, that's it for today, people. And I hope you enjoyed the Lit Podcast. And as always, stay free, love yourself, and always stay lit.